0: All right, everyone, welcome to today's episode of Souls Outside, that's all about mindset over matter. Super excited in a little bit to introduce you to our future guest, Ryan Banks, who is the Pure Mind Coach. All right, stick around. Welcome to Souls Outside, where we're all about finding the trail to stay true to your path. We do this by inviting featured guests on every show to share with you how you can follow in their soul prints, so you can choose which trail maps you need to continue on your journey. My name is Shannon Pohl, and I'm loving having navigated my own pivot from engineering to now being a master results coach and hypnotherapist, plus a forest guide who loves going getting outside so we can learn from the nature, foster stewardship, and really amplify our successes. Our successes by being outside in nature. I'm so excited to have you join our today's episode. Welcome to Souls Outside. Right, hello everyone. Um, Really excited about today's episode of Mindset Over Matter. Um, Our guest Ryan Banks has some amazing things to share with you um, and a really cool four pillar uh, framework for having a strong mindset that he'll, he'll share with us towards the end. And before we get into that, I wanted to just touch a little bit about the, well, all the crazy things that happen to, to kind of clog up our mindset. Um, You'll hear a little bit um, through Ryan's story about some of these themes around, you know, as, as we grow up, our, our brains get full. Just think about if like you never dusted anything in your house, all the dust that would be everywhere. Um, you know, like when you go into old buildings and you can, like, there's like an inch of dust that you could wipe off of the windowsill. That's what our minds have happening to them. Like, as we are growing and learning and evolving and being a human, all of these things get put in our brains. We're bringing in, oh, shoot, I think it's 7 million. No, I think we're ha- beyond that now. At least 7 million bits of information per second. All the time, all the seconds have at least 7 billion bits of information coming at us. Um, We're not going to get into how they're processing stuff, just that much information every second. So I think it makes sense that after time, even with our brain filtering some of it out, some of the stuff's going to get clogged up in some of those corners and some of those recesses of our brains and just, you know, be dust. Um, And that's where some of the you know, other things we've been talking, we talk about during this the hardcore brain power series. Uh, but there's all these ways to clear clear out our mindset because some of those things they served us in the moment, and now they are literally just dust on a shelf. Um, so the story I always like to, or the analogy I always like to share about this is, you know, think about when you were a child, three, four, five, really even six or seven, um, but young, and maybe you're playing. Um, Catch with a red ball, and one time you don't quite catch it because you're learning, and it smacks you in the head, and ow that hurt, Um, and so your brain registers ow that hurt, and maybe you cry or maybe you're just sad or um, just you you react because it hurt, and that's normal and that is completely appropriate and relevant in the moment that hit in face with red ball, ow that hurt. However, the way our brain stores information. That could, be a comp- that could be a completely um, like innocuous situation. Or maybe it stores it in a way that, that red means hurt um, and pain. And so as our brain, as we grow and things vector out, this completely appropriate response in the moment of a red ball meaning hurt and pain vectors out to just being red always means hurt and pain. That that's the piece our brain you know, remembered and kept clean, which, you know, as we, we grow and proceed through our years, maybe this means that, you know, that that other human wearing a red shirt, instead of approaching them and talking to them and meeting our soulmate, we go, ooh, red shirt paint out. Ooh, and we, we go the other way. Um or stop signs, you know, we have a more of an abriactive uh an inappropriate reaction to stop science because they're red maybe we get frustrated we always have to stop at them or um flowers in a garden outside maybe it kind of mars your outdoor experience with the souls outside that would be unfortunate um so it's this kind of thing that like when we were five it made sense and this could be an extreme example. And these are the types of things that happen through our life is that in a moment we make a decision that's completely valid and our unconscious mind, amazing thing that it is, stores all that information for us. However, unless we then consciously go to clean out some of those things and, you know, clean, dust off those shelves so we can put bright new shiny things that are now more appropriate for our life choices, these red ball equals hurt stays around and we don't really know how that's impacting our life. Which is not red ball hurt. Um, And there's some of those kind of things that, that Ryan will share about his story of, you know, what happens in childhood and how that can impact you later on in life. Um, And how, even if it is impacting you later on in life, once we decide to do something about it, we can totally reclaim full choice and joy and wonder and amazement for our lives. So without further ado, we'll take a short musical interlude, and then we'll bring on Ryan Banks, the pure mind coach, to uh, well share his story and then share the four pillars for a strong mindset. All right, welcome everyone. So now we have with us Ryan Banks, the pure mind coach. Uh, I'm so excited he's joining us today. Um, one, I love his story, and two, he's got these four pillars um, for having a strong mindset that he's going to share with us later that are amazing and wonderful. But for now, let's get to know Ryan, and you know, I'll turn it over to you to introduce yourself.
1: Absolutely, thank you, Shan. Really appreciate it. Really excited to be here, first of all, and, and thanks for having me. Um, it's a true pleasure, and. And for myself, I always love to tell my story and I used to really not love telling my story because I was ashamed of it. I was embarrassed by it. And and just that vulnerability, I I was just completely avoiding. So I I always love telling my story now. And that's been a big transformation for me. And with that being said, going back into my, I'm 28 now. So going back into late teens, early twenties, I really struggled with well, first of all, panic attacks and anxiety were were a big thing Um, uh, and very prevalent in my life. And just in general, not having any sense of direction or purpose or just any desire to to really move forward towards any kind of goal. And I think the panic attacks and, and anxiety was a big part of that. I just felt so debilitated by it and you never know when it was going to creep up on you and just completely uh take away from your day or your week or your month um or your year for that matter and and it was just really it was a difficult time um uh, for me back then especially at that age when you just want to fit in and, and you just want to to get along with people and and have friends and and just uh, I'm going to use the word normal, and just kind of feel like a normal 20 year old, and I just felt broken, and it's like, what is wrong with me? So much so that I was in third year university, so looking at like 21, and it was a period of of time of about maybe a couple of months where I literally couldn't get out of bed. I was sick to my stomach, headaches, just sweaty, just it was it was horrible. And I'm on Google, just looking up. These symptoms. And because I was convinced it was physical, convinced that I had something physically wrong with me. I went to doctors, you name it, brain scans, heart scans, uh, every scan in the book uh, to scan my body. And they're like, no, nothing is wrong. You're, you're fine. And and I go back and, and I continually see anxiety come up, panic attacks. Um, mental, mental health. And I was like, wait, what? Like, no, no way. Like, Mm. mentally, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm 21. I'm young. I'm, I'm fine. Like, I, it's, it's impossible. And I was in such denial. Mm -hmm. And, and it was, it took me just being completely debilitated in university, um, just really struggling through to, to really dive into this and, and embrace it. And it took a lot of time. And and this was also a time where I just I didn't feel like I was destined to be anything or or become anybody because I didn't feel that I was the smartest or Mm -hmm. or perhaps the best looking or the best athlete or I just felt very average in life. So combined that with the anxiety and, and panic attacks, I was just in a really dark spot and throughout my, my story and throughout the years, and, and obviously we'll, we'll get into that as we go along here too, it's been such a development um, from, from just, first of all, owning it and, and realizing, okay, I've got this anxiety, let's call it disorder, um, and, and these panic attacks that I have to, to deal with, mm-hmm. um, and how am I most going to effectively deal with them? And one of the biggest things for me that I had discovered actually through a a close friend of mine, this is moving into probably, I was about 24. So let's call it three, four years later until I truly discovered this was the power of mindset. And it was very similar to uh, the anxiety and just being in denial. When I first heard, oh, you can control your mindset and it can truly control your your destiny and how you move forward towards your goals. And I was like, what? Like, I can't control your mind. Like, it's just whatever happens, happens. And that's it. Like that's, you've been given the skills that you have and that's it. You can't change them. Um, and, and that's it. You just have to live with it. So that was a a very foreign concept to me. I had never really heard of it. And once I started to, to learn about this and, and see the power that the mind holds, um, not just for you, but for everybody around you, I, I really started to dive in. And by dive in, I'm talking about reading all the personal development books you can name, um, listening to the podcast, talking to, to friends and researching and just realizing that I'm not stuck and I'm not a, an average human being. Everybody has talents and skills and you name it, desires and passions that can be pulled out of them, um, with the right mindset and, and the right support around you. Um, so finding that out and really going down that path was huge for me. The other thing, um, in very basic terms was exercising. I, I didn't take my health seriously at all, um, up until then. And, um, I decided around that time, 24, um, to really start taking my health seriously. And, It was more for kind of the physical benefits and little did I know the mental benefits behind it and as I started to to exercise more I started to feel really sharp mentally and and I couldn't believe the the change that I was I was going through just from exercising and getting those dopamine hits and and all the great things that come with exercise so those were the two main things that really helped me get out of my very dark hole um, of, of just hopelessness really. um, And turned it into very much realizing that I have a ton of potential um, and and I can really achieve anything that I want um, when I put my mind to it and, and develop the skills and, and learn and grow and, and just take action and, That is something that that I'll talk about as we go along, because taking action for me um, has ultimately helped me get through uh, the anxiety and the panic attacks. And and let me tell you, too, I still get them from time to time, Um, even at 28, let's call it eight, nine years later from when I first started. I still get them, but I'm much better able to and better equipped to handle them when they do come up. Uh, And once again, we'll, we'll talk about that too. Uh, And just coping mechanisms with it and just realizing that, look, this may very well be a part of me for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that. It's a part of me and it's made me who I am. It's gotten me to where I am today um, into this, this beautiful uh, position that I'm in, in in my life in general. Um, and, And I truly believe that the power of of mind and, and mindset in general was, like I said, the number one catalyst um, right up there with exercise to, to getting me to where I am. And, and ultimately that's led me to um, now at 28, obviously we're in some pretty crazy times. And I can't, can't imagine myself in these times when I was 22 because how I would have reacted to it um, would have been a lot different than I did today but it ultimately has led me to starting my business, um, the Pure Mind Coach. And it's all surrounding helping people that are in a position that I was in as far as feeling stuck, feeling like they don't have direction, feeling like they're just average and they, they don't really have much to give um, to the world or, or just to life in general. And I just really wanted to, to take this on and help as many people as I can because I just know what it's like to feel stuck and to feel like you you're just going through the motions and you're just you're kind of just walking through life um, meandering through and I just want people to realize that they have so much potential in them and it takes a lot of work It, it takes a lot of hard work to to overcome some of those challenges especially um, anxiety challenges and panic attacks, because it's just uh, a, another force that's kind of against you. But for me, I look back on it and still look on it as as a true blessing. Because I think without those those things that have happened in my life, um, I definitely wouldn't be where I am now. I definitely wouldn't have the mindset that I have now. Um, so that adversity ha- has definitely given me kind of new life and, and new hope. Um, and that's what I hope to to instill in others and really help them along in their journey and and hopefully it doesn't take them eight years like it did me to to really get the ball rolling and that's what it's all about for me
0: right excellent and i think just your last point that's so true that you know uh, speaking in my coach role as well like we become coaches because we want to go faster for other people like instead of it being totally an eight-year journey or my case more of like a decade like (laughs) <laughs> How can we make it faster for people to, you know, to, to get to the other side of whatever that other side is for them. Um, and I wanted to thank yeah. you for starting your story out by sharing that you used to not like telling your story, because I think that really loosens it for people that even if in the moment, like right now, maybe you, have, you, you are afraid of your own story, but there is a way, again, to even get to that other side that you're, you're proud of it and you own it and, and you can move, move through
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, no problem. And I mean, um, I really wanted to, to get to that part where I was in my early 20s, where that's where the anxiety and the panic attacks really started. It goes back even farther than that into to times that that you can't control when you're when you're young, um, like just growing up. In, and I love my family to death. And don't get me wrong. Um, and we're close. Um, but growing up, it was it was a negative environment. Parents were going through a divorce. Um, just a lot of negativity at such an impressionable age. Uh, in that, call it zero to five years old uh, of your life, when you're seeing these things around you and you don't know really what's going on, but subconsciously that is getting ingrained in your mind. That negativity, and and I think that's where a lot of my insecurity and just lack of confidence came as I started to get older leading into the, the anxiety and panic attacks, So I think that's also an important part of my story um, and, and something I probably don't talk about enough, but realizing that, okay, these situations happened, they were uncontrollable, but you can absolutely do something about it and not playing the victim. And I definitely did play, play, have a victim mentality. We all do.
0: That's where we start. You got to start somewhere. We all, it's the easiest place to start. So no one pops out and goes, I'm a hero.
1: Right. Right. We start in that
0: victim poor me kind of place. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. The world's out to get you and, and everything's against me. I have no luck and and all of those sorts of negative things that you say to yourself or others. And um, so that was just uh, definitely habits that, I've had to work to get out of just that negative spiral and so many years of just constant perpetuating negativity and just realizing that, look, it's not, it's not my fault. And it's not, I'm not a bad person. I'm not uh, a person that is, is negative by nature. This, this happened from a young age and it's something that is unfortunate, but it's also something that you can do something about. Mm-hmm. And I think helping people realize that as well, that there's always something you can do to, to improve no matter what the circumstances are is, is so key. And and I continue to work on it to this day. And I know you do as well. Uh, you're all about uh, continual growth as well. So mm-hmm. that, that's such an important piece of it uh, as well.
0: Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah. And it's the, the last piece I wanted to really highlight from, from your story that I thought was um very relevant was you were talking about uh like the late teens early 20s and all we want to do is feel normal and then later on it was like oh like i'm just average which normal and average could be this very same thing and like at some point it's like oh i just want to be normal i want to fit in i want to be part of the group and then at the same time you're like ah i just feel like i'm average and there's nothing unique about me and it's kind of it's at this odds place that just hearing someone talk about it, you're like, yeah, like so true. And the, that, that's naturally at odds. And so how can we, yeah, you know, mindset, yeah. our, work on our mindset to, to clear this up within ourselves. Um, you right. Know, again,
1: Right. Absolutely. And that's such a good point. And for me, and I know for a lot of people, and especially the people that I talk to and some of my clients, it's comes down to that kind of the insecurity factor where, yeah, you definitely, you just kind of want to fit in with the group you want to be like, everybody else and not stand out and not have people look at you and be like, what's he doing? Or why are they doing that? Um, But yeah, at the same time, I think it's an inherent human desire and human need to feel significant and feel like they're um, living up to or beyond their potential and and living to, to what they want to do and the standards that they have set for themselves. Um, and, And I think, well, I was definitely in a spot where I didn't even think I had it. And so getting that's kind of the first step is realizing that you do have the potential and you can achieve anything that you, you want. And I don't want to sound too cliche. I, I really uh, don't like to go down that road of just sounding like, Oh, you can do whatever you want. And, and, and cliches
0: uh, are cliches for a reason.
1: Right. Because there right. is
0: truth in them. They just get overused They're, to titch.
1: Yeah. A little bit. And I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Um, but it's, but it's the truth. It's the truth if you put your your mind to something and more importantly and this is what i really get into in my coaching and have it well planned out and well thought out and and have action steps and take mm-hmm. the action and this is like i said the centerpiece of my coaching where Which i think
0: we're gonna get to in just a minute we're going to patching- so-
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Stop me because I get excited about this yeah. stuff. I really do. I want to
0: avoid cutting you off. And yeah. at the same time, <laughs> um, we do want to get into more of those tips in the next section. Right, um, right, right. And so we'll just, no cutting, just a slight tin, a little pause. Yeah, that's,
1: that's okay. Yeah, and I excitement. totally hear that. And
0: that's clearly you're so <laughs> passionate about this, which is beautiful. And we're still looking forward to hearing, hearing about the, those four pillars uh, for a strong mindset that you have and and some of those pieces from your coaching to share with everyone um, after just a short musical interlude for everybody. So we'll do, we'll do that now and then we'll come right back to Ryan and his brilliance. Love it. All right, everyone. Welcome back. We've still got Ryan Banks here, the pure mind yeah. coach. And now we're going to hear all of his coaching brilliance. Well, maybe not all of it. Some of his key, awesome coaching brilliance um, and the Sibs four pillars to uh, having a strong mindset. So go for it, Ryan.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, Sibs. And once again, in the, in the intro, I know I, I got really excited about that just because I love talking about it. And this is purely based on uh, what i've done to to overcome my challenges and and i just kind of a catchy name sibs um based on the uh the pillars that i use the four pillars um and and i'll go through those so sibs so the c is for clarify so clarifying exactly what it is that you even want because i find a lot some people don't and i didn't know what i wanted Um, in life in general. So just clarifying that, talking about what your desires are, what your passions are, what gets you fired up in the morning and and in the evening and throughout your day, and and just really pull that out of of people because everybody has it. Everybody has it. They just may not realize it. Um, So clarifying those goals are, are super, super important. And then the I in Sibs is identify. So Identifying um, any negative thought patterns, any negative mindsets, anything that's holding somebody back from working towards those goals that we clarified um, is super, super key. And we go deep in identifying those key things that we work on ultimately um, throughout uh, the coaching process and and really work on, on some of those Things through just through my experience, and, and this is where it gets really deep um, in, in some of my, my coaching calls with my clients where, where we pull things out of them that, that they, they didn't even know they were going through, and some of the thoughts that they had. The B is build. So once we've clarified, we've identified some of those negative habits and, and started to eliminate them. Now we build. So we're building the positive mindsets, the positive habits. Uh, to get those small wins that work towards your goals building the systems that are going to help you get towards your goals this is where the goal setting really comes in now goal setting it sounds so easy and i'm sure a lot of people have heard about it and for me goal setting was was a challenge me too
0: actually
1: yeah it sounds so simple but it's really not and And that's why I I really like to include that in the building phase, because it's something that over the years I've through trial and error, um, I'm able to help people with and and get deep on, on their goals. and, And we reverse engineer. So it's like, okay, what's the goal now? How do we work backwards to get down to even the smallest step on a daily basis to then take those actions every single day. And those actions week after week, month after month, are going to add up to to big results. So that's the build phase. And then the S is support. And we all need support. I need ongoing support. Uh, Everybody in life does. So we, we really look at once we've built up some of these systems and these, these mindsets, just making sure that, well, and when obstacles come up because they're going to come up it's it's, and challenges will come up when they come up. It's, it's all about how do we approach them? How do we overcome them? How do we continue to, keep those positive mindsets intact when they do come up because it's it's easy to have those those solid mindsets and and positivity when things are are going well and smooth but when sometimes when things hit a wall um, that's when it gets really tough and that ongoing support um, I find really just helps uh, overcome some of those things. So those are the main pillars um, in SIBS. And, and it's, once again, it's just a process that I've developed through my own uh, trials and tribulations.
0: Nice, Beautiful. I love your pillars. I've heard you talk about them before. And each time um, I definitely get more, more out of it. And I think the things that you've awesome. identified are so um, key and critical. Like how are you supposed to do anything if you haven't clarified? like where you're even going and then identifying the things holding you back. Cause like you said in the, around the support piece, like things are going to come up. Like this is life. Like no one predicted COVID. It happened. Now we're all, you know, that's an obstacle. Are we making lemonade? Are we just holding onto our lemons? Whatever. It's an obstacle that came up for everyone. Quite literally every single human on the globe in this case, right? On
1: the planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody, everybody has a choice. There's always a choice. And that's how to, even if it's completely out of your control, how you respond to it. You can respond to it in a, in a positive way and say, okay, how are we going to get through this? Let's tackle this. Or make the choice to, to respond to it negatively and say, you know what, I'm just going to curl up and, and this thing's defeated me and that's it. It's done. And that, that choice is, is key and everybody has it.
0: Very much so. I know my initial choice with COVID, I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. I can just curl up in a ball for a while. <laughs> I think that lasted like a day. And I'm like, this isn't a long-term strategy. Like, right. all right, let's right. get up. <laughs> New choice.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. For sure.
0: Um, amazing. And so quickly, Ryan, we didn't yeah. ask you this earlier, but how a little bit of a tangent, but how do you honor your heart's desire to be outside? I know when we first met, you were outside. Um, which yeah, cool, I was. Which I know that was that was uh, definitely one of those first pieces where like, oh, you'll be a great fit for our show. Uh, but maybe you can share with our listeners and watchers a little bit about, about outside for you.
1: Totally. Yeah, it has a, a deep meaning to me. And I could talk about this for, for a while, so stop me if I get going too much. but
0: well, the sh- so teeny tiny version this time..
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people I are going to be able to
0: reach out with you, out, reach out to you for, for more info, so. Right Absolutely. the, the teaser version.
1: Okay, so I grew up in, in a small town, Collingwood, uh, Blue Mountain, um, just two hours north of Toronto. Um, so if you haven't heard of it, a uh, very small mountain town, um, ski resort with um, uh, it's called Georgian Bay but uh, it's essentially a a large body of water on one side, mountain on the other. And this means so much to me because going through my challenging times that I talked about um, in my early 20s, those two settings specifically brought me clarity. They brought me peace. Um, They've brought me to some, some very special places that I've been able to go to and just constantly go and reflect um, as I've gone throughout the years, um, just to be able to, to hike to the top of the mountain and just sit there and overlook the, the bay, it just brings such serenity and, and it just enabled, has enabled me to honestly overcome some of my biggest challenges. And I know that sounds uh, a little bit crazy to say, even saying it, that a mountain and a body of water can, can do those things, but it's absolutely um, done it in spades for me. Um, and, and it's funny, it's, there's some days where I just get called to have to drive out there and go like, I just have this inner desire and it's like, I just get in my car. It's like, okay, let's go, let's go for a hike and, and go out and overlook the water. So it has such a deep meaning to
0: me. That's, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And I think I get a hazard a guess that everyone listening and watching right now has had some, (laughs) something similar like that. Cause I know I've had my moments too, where it's like, well, one, the call, like you just have to go outside right now, drop everything, just go outside. Um and that that's when some really cool clarities come up, really cool aha's learnings and like just what direct how do I make my next choice has come from right. from being outside. Uh, yeah,
1: nature's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. It really is.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I think that's a beautiful way to to end our, our episode today. Um awesome. do reach out to to Ryan, his email. Um and the link to his LinkedIn profile are down in the show notes as ways you can reach out um, because Ryan's gifting everyone with 90 minutes of complimentary coaching, which is such a yeah. beautiful, beautiful gift. Um, you can dive into Sibs a little bit more, ask, ask them really anything you have on your mind. Um, totally. Talk about nature. Just There's so much you can accomplish. Well, there's so much we can accomplish in, in a short podcast. There's even more you can accomplish in, in a 90 minutes um 90 minutes with ryan so i think just gift yourself that time you might even be outside so it'll be kind of like you're climbing a mountain and looking over a lake
1: perfect i love it absolutely absolutely i love hopping on any calls uh, that i can to help anybody with with really any struggles they're going through so i mean yeah definitely reach out and, and i'd love to have a chat absolutely
0: beautiful well thank you again ryan and uh have everyone else have a well everyone. Have a wonderful (laughs) rest of your day.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. And thanks for listening, everybody. This was really fun.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Souls Outside. And we hope you enjoyed walking in our featured guest, Soul Prince, as much as we did. As always, we like to wrap up each episode with our extreme gratitude and appreciation for our founding sponsors who quite literally made it possible for Souls Outside to become a reality. First off, special thanks goes to Eche Savas and her company Palindrome Design for the amazing cover art and noting that their sponsorship comes in support of their passion project, Self-Build Sustainable. We'd also like to thank Chuck Henry for his amazing music, original music, that is featured throughout the episode. And of course, Elise Cannon, our amazing editor who quite literally made it possible for any of these episodes to see the light of day. They probably would still be on a hard drive on my computer without her expertise, skill, and passion for editing. So we thank them so, so, so much. And until next time, we hope you enjoy your journey and continue following in the soul prints of those who have gone before. Hey, one last thing before you go. If you wish you could talk about this episode with myself, our featured guests, or other like-minded individuals like yourself, uh, join us on Facebook or LinkedIn in our Souls Outside Facebook and LinkedIn groups. On Facebook, we do watch parties, uh, both have awesome conversations about what we talked about and are able to answer your questions on how you can go even further on your Soul Print journey. See you there.